it's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping and a girls' night all wrapped up into one. audience up uh, I, uh, they could learn a lot from the inside of a woman's brain that is true the inside <laughs> of our brains yeah we're not like normal women so I don't really I know like, I don't know about that but <laughs> so yeah shot. here we are shot. it's a Friday afternoon and we were supposed to start like 30 minutes ago, but Megan and I got talking about random things as always. And then we thought, why not just bring the random talk onto the podcast? Cause that's what <laughs> this is. So here we are. <laughs> and we're back. So yeah, yeah. last week's pe- episode was so fun though. It was so much fun. I was laughing the whole time. I ended up re-listening to it and I don't re-listen to most of our podcasts. It's like, if we have a guest on or something, I'll re-listen to re- Am I saying this right? Is there a better way to listen? Yeah, I would listen. I think to it's it again. just listen because you haven't listened. <laughs> That's fair. Because <laughs> you spoke it. <laughs> okay, well, I would listen to it um, if we had a guest and stuff. And I ended up listening to the one we recorded with all the confessions again because it was just so fun. And it was so funny. I saw an Avery about all of them too. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm uploading them to a flash drive and sending them to Patrick. <laughs> Perfect. That's adorable. You guys are, you guys are getting sent into the middle of the ocean somewhere. <laughs> It'll be good. It'll be good. It'll be great. What were you going to say? What I was going to say right before we got on this podcast, but then I decided to save it for the podcast because I feel like it might be relatable. When your nails are too grown out that you like brush your hair or like comb your oh. hair with your fingers and hair gets stuck under the nail. Oh. it's the worst it's a telltale sign of needing a new (laughs) manicure that happens with gel it doesn't happen with dip I have dip I have dip on you do yes my gosh that never happened to me well I have an acrylic tip on I know you have like perfect natural nails so is that does that play a difference okay well thicker since the wedding I have not gotten my nails done. And since I found out about Japan, I ripped all of my nails off and started biting my nails again. Like I was when I was eight years old. Right. And I know I'm just nervous. (laughs) I'm just like, so nervous. Like I'm like, I'm literally like a, what is it? Chipmunk wood chopping all the wood wood chipper. I don't know. know. Just a wood chipper (laughs) chipping away. But now I'm like, I want to get my nails done, but I'm like too, my ego, I'm like too embarrassed to even go into the salon and be like, fix these because Dude, it's, just get them so done. Short. Get them done next week when you come here. Cause you're not going to see them again for a while. That's true. I should get them <laughs> done. And, and the reason too, I was like, well, I don't know what the nail situation's like in Japan. So I don't want to get nails on and then be like, like they're grown out like yours are. And then you're like, I Terrible. can't even function. Yeah. Yeah, Megan's are like halfway through her nail. Yeah. <laughs> I and make you get them, them so short. It's so I funny. Do. I like do. Nubs. They it's look like funny. mine. Well, it's funny because they'll put the acrylic tip on and then they'll ask for the length and I'm like, like really short because I, they grow so fast and I have two kids and I also am a cheapskate and I make them last a month. So they put the tip on and then they basically chop the tip off. <laughs> Because you wanted to be thick. I wanted to be thick. And well, and the tip helps them form a good shape because a lot yeah. of times because they're left on this long, they'll fall off and it'll the nail will like chip off with it. Right. And the tip keeps them like I feel like it keeps them sturdy longer. Totally. So it them last the whole month. And it makes them click when you put them on the 
yeah, that noise. I love to hear it. <laughs> I do. That's something I think I like really do miss my nails because it is a different sense of if you've never had nails on or if you do, you would like understand you would understand this. Not even it's like a femininity because if I don't get my nails done, they're not done. Like I don't do them myself because right. well, for instance, I did have long, beautiful nails and then I ripped them all off with my teeth. So, so sad. Which is like so gross. I'm like, come on, you're 24. Like, what uh, this is why I get my nails done monthly, though, because I do, I do that too. I bite them. Yeah. If they're not done, I bite them. Yeah, I'm like, let me spend eighty dollars on this so that you don't ruin them. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just make it last a month, like me, and it's good. That's like your month. But then you're thing. miserable for the last week of that month. Well, sometimes. <laughs> Every time. Oh my gosh. Wow. Nails, 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 nails. And I'm like kind of specific and I miss my girl Daisy in old town. Oh, you're still grieving. That's fair. I will forever <laughs> grieve old town until I move back to old town. <laughs> this is me with California. I will forever grieve California. Avery mentioned it today. He was walking on campus and he texted me and said, for some reason, it smells like the ocean. And it's making me miss Pendleton. And I'm like, okay, now you miss it. Now you miss it. Okay. <laughs> I think you guys will end up in back in California and I think Patrick and I will end up back in Virginia and then we'll just fly coast to coast to see each other or we'll just meet up in Hawaii at that point what? <laughs> <laughs> Hawaii? why why do I feel like Hawaii I feel like, like Colorado both... is in the middle or something. Oh, is Hawaii closer to California and not a middle like we're both flying over the ocean to Hawaii right yeah, but in Virginia, you have to fly over the entire United States first. Oh, good night. Okay, we'll meet in Colorado. It's not Cuba. Well, then we'll go to Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love geography. Um, I'm terrible at it, obviously. <laughs> I had to take the states test three times senior year of high school because I did not know where states were. After you've lived in almost all of them, I know that's what I told the told the teacher. I was like, I know that they exist because I've lived in them, and I can tell you about what it's like to live in them. But I couldn't tell you where they are. <laughs> okay, what's your heck yes? My heck yes. Speaking of nails, is that you're coming out next week? So that's super exciting. Um, and oh then, yeah, we like totally messed. Oh, everyone thinks that I'm yeah. out with you right but, now sorry yeah. everyone Anyways. she's not and we will do the podcast anniversary episode next week <laughs> super sorry <laughs> um but yeah that's my heck yes and then living across the street from a pool but not having to do any of the pool work like not having to have someone come clean it get the leaves out of it pay for the water bill like we just pay our HOA fee at the beginning of the year and they take care of the pool and we just happen to live right across the street from it which is so nice so nice love well, it i need a swimsuit then i don't even i've got them. a ton and i don't really fit any of them anymore right now <laughs> so perfect wear whatever you want we got bikinis from college we got okay those pieces. will probably not fit me <laughs> no we got lots of one piece options that fit me pre-pregnancy so you should be here we good. are here we All are right. Um, we're go swimming <laughs> Harry let's go swimming um that's what she's doing right now so oh, second really? time today yeah <laughs> this is how you get her to nap you throw, get her in that pool you get her in the pool get her in the sunshine she thinks she's living her best life and then during her nap you're living your best life so everyone wins <laughs> <laughs> okay my hug yes is that we're recording this on a Friday. Last Sunday, I woke up at like nine or like 8 a.m. because I was sleeping in. Okay. And I get it. I look at my phone. I have a text from my dad saying, I'm about to board a flight to Nashville. Can you pick me up? Oh my gosh. Wait, how like, far is Nashville from you? Two hours. Oh, what? I didn't know you were that close. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I was like, Oh my gosh. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> That's totally. so fun. And so he just left yesterday, Thursday, but that was like a really good surprise and just like a good pick me up and yeah, some also, normalcy. Yeah. I hadn't seen him since the wedding and, um, yeah, it was just really good to have a visitor, show them around, like show them what 
I and Patrick have worked hard on this house. And <laughs> Patrick's getting all the credit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it is his credit, but <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> okay, well, and you are one, so whatever at this point. <laughs> because you know that military loan um so yeah anyways it was really great and he was so helpful he insisted on cleaning out my car even though I thought it was clean but to my father's standards it was was not not. (laughs) he vacuumed every part shampooed every part waxed every part he was all about it now did you take pictures afterwards at least in case you ever want to sell it (laughs) oh my gosh that is so smart well we're not selling it oh yeah. I was thinking about it, but then I was like, I could make money on this truck because of how high priced trucks are. But then yeah. it's like, well, what do I even buy? Because anything I buy is just going to be priced even higher than yeah. what it's worth. Right. So I was like, Patrick loves this thing. It is his first car. It's my yeah. first car. And, <laughs> and we love Black Betty. So Black Betty. <laughs> Uh, so yeah that's my heck yes also that I drive up uh Tuesday afternoon to see you guys so yeah drive down drive down drive down yeah yeah what's your heck no Megan (laughs) Uh, (laughs) oh this is bad 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 so bad it's an SOS to everyone out there well not an SOS a PSA yeah PSA to everyone out there so I don't even know how to start this, but I got a phone call yesterday. I'm like changing carrier genie's diaper. I don't even know. And it said Navy FCU. I'm thinking Navy Federal Credit Union, right? But I delete because I'm like, that's weird that they're calling me. But then they call again, like instantly. And I was like, well, gosh, maybe there's something important going on. I don't know. This is so weird. They, I answer, they sound super professional. They sound super normal. They start asking me about fraudulent activity on my account. And I start telling them that that's not us. We are not in Atlanta, Georgia right now going to TGIF. That's not us. So random. I know. And then I'm thinking like, this is kind of nice that they like reported or are seeing (laughs) fraudulent activity and telling me about it. Cause I don't, I don't check email. I don't get notifications for Navy Fed. Like all my notifications on my phone are turned off. And then they, like, they, I'm so good at picking up scammers. And so I'm so mad that I didn't pick this up. Y'all obviously see where this is going, but they sounded, she sounded so legit and was like, okay, I'm just going to put you on hold for one second while I like get this figured out. And then she would like send, she said she was talking to the higher up because they need to like she's using all the right terminology. Well, they were legit because their, their phone number even popped up. Well, and that's the crazy thing too, is their phone popped up as Navy FCU. And then the phone call dropped at one point and she called me back and with a number and we checked the number on Google and it's Navy federal credit unions number. And so she was using a Google number that was the same number as Navy feds number and like skimming me through that somehow. Cause so basically She's getting all my info. She's got the last four of my social security. She's got the last four of my card number. She's got my maiden name. But your whole account number? She, just wait. She, (laughs) she had my old address. She had my new address. She had all this stuff. And I was like giving some of this to her too, which is like stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, (laughs) But this is why they do what they do because it works. They do. Well, and it's so I'll get to that later. But so she's doing all of this and I'm on the phone call with her for like 30 minutes. And then Avery comes home and is like, what's going on? And I like was telling him that someone was using our card in Atlanta. And he was like, he has always banked with Navy Fed. I've always banked with USAA. This is the first time I've ever been on the phone with Navy Fed. So I'm over here and have both and new to both. So I'm like, yeah, so I don't, I don't know what anything's supposed to sound like. I don't know what their whole song sounds like. And Avery's like, that's something's off about this. And so he called Navy fed and they were like, was your name Quentin? And were you on a phone with us earlier today? And Avery was like, nope, that's not us. And then they also, while Avery's on the phone with Navy Fed, I'm still on the phone with who I think is Navy Fed inside. Oh my and God. they send me a text 
somehow they're able to get a text sent to me with like a code that they need. And it says from Navy Fed, we will never call you before sending this code. If someone is asking for this code, please call this number. And the number matched the number I was already on the phone with. So I was like, well, why would I call that number? I'm already on the phone with but that, that number. But that was actually Navy Fed. But that was actually Navy Fed. And the whole, we will never call you before sending you this code should have been my red flag. But I gave them the code and they were able to get into our account and transfer $4,000 out. Luckily, Avery is also on the phone with Navy Fed, the legit Navy Fed, while this is happening. And what happened was they were able to stop the account. They were able to get that $40,000 back. They literally saw it come out of your account real time. Everything that was going on. They saw that they were on the phone with someone else at Navy Fed, giving them all of my info as if they're me. And all they needed, the last thing they needed was that code number. And that's what I gave them. And as I gave it to them, they took that out. And Oh, so they like, were on the phone. They were on the phone Navy with Fed, Navy Fed while pretending on the phone with to me. be you. Yes. While getting my information while pretending to be me. While calling me from a number what? that is identical to Navy Fed's number. How does that happen? Because and they probably already are on the line with Navy. Somehow they're on the line with the real Navy Fed. And so they're able to somehow mute you while talking to them and mute them while talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's a good point. But the lady on the actual Navy fed lady was telling us that what happens, like this happens a lot. They see it a lot. People will use a Google number and they will make it match Navy feds number and they will call people through it. Um, they're also able to make the title like Navy FCU. And I should have, I should have seen it because when, when you're calling Navy fed, the real one, it says Navy Federal Credit Union, all spelled out. The one that called me was Navy, capital F, lowercase c, lowercase u. Like I should have freaking known just by that, you know? And I like deleted it the first time they called and picked it up the second time and then gave them all my information and sold my soul basically. And we, luckily we were able to get it all stopped, but it just pissed, mm, that's not the right word. It just drives me nuts that for 45 minutes this lady was on the phone with me she heard me like I had her on speakerphone because I don't have extra hands these days so I just have them on speakerphone next to me Mm -hmm. while I'm trying to like nurse Jeannie change Jeannie's diaper wrangle Carrie like get people to calm down so I can help this person out because they're telling me there's fraudulent activity on my account blah 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 when they are the fraud when they are the fraud themselves for 45 minutes she heard me like mothering essentially while trying to also balance this phone call with her and still proceeded to take advantage like that's so crap to me I mean I know a dark place for her well (laughs) dark place calling her name (laughs) and I know that there's like evil out there obviously and this is like such a small portion of that but that's just so sad to me because I don't know I also this happens to old people Shut up. Avery said the same thing yesterday. He was like, I'd expect this from my grandma. And I was like, shut your face. (laughs) I was so grateful he was not. I mean, I told him last night, I said, you were much more gentle than you probably wanted to be with me at that moment. (laughs) But I think he could tell that I genuinely felt like taken advantage of. And like, and it's It's so annoying. You've punished yourself enough at this point. Um, it's so annoying because I'm typically so on top of that stuff and so aware, but when you're like taking care of a newborn and telling a toddler why they have to be quiet and what that means while also on the phone with someone, you're not going to catch it. You're totally not going to catch it because your mind's just in three different places. And so I was just like, this is, this is the worst thing ever, but that's my heck no. Holy crap. Oh my God. We almost lost all of our money in our account. So that's good. It's freaking draining it over there. I know. Uh, so what's your heck no? Scammers. What's my heck no? It's kind of like this thing where like nothing is really a heck no because 
like the standard of my heck no <laughs> is that bottom level. Yeah. Is that like, um, Patrick's deployed, which is like, I understand like that was part of the whole thing. Like I knew right. we were walking into that, but that's just like a heck no. So like, I don't really like, I don't know what really goes right below that. Taco Bell getting your order wrong is like insignificant at this point. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> um, yeah, if I like were to say heck no, I would just be like making something up to make it a heck no. What I will say is the guy, one of the guys putting in my fence got wood stuck in his eye. So what? yeah, now my fence is delayed if like a few days until he gets better. So, um, not, that's not like a heck no for me. It's whatever, if it gets delayed, but to heck no for him that that happened in my yard. Um, right. so yeah, that's, that's definitely a heck no, um, but yeah, I'm kind of, I mean, that's, uh, I've got a heck no for you right now. What? <laughs> he just spit up all over her face, all over her neck rolls, all down my side and onto my shorts. Oh, do you want to go clean up? No, I just did with her blanket. She's looking at you like, you know what I did. And I know she's like, well, you put the boob in my mouth. What did you want? <laughs> she's literally just like wobbling. She's like, I don't know what's going on. I am not guilty. It's so funny how it's funny. It's just so like interesting how helpless. Oh, I know infants are Mm -hmm. yeah I mean she can hardly keep her eyes open (laughs) she's like wait time out (laughs) you're like one eye is closed like (laughs) Uh, so cute I can't believe that came out of you yeah yeah backwards but yeah (laughs) (laughs) upside down or the wrong way or whatever you want to call it (laughs) miracle baby seriously so yeah, heck no. It's one of those things also where, um, like, I don't know what I was trying to say. One heck no is that I was like moving a China cabinet with my dad and the top of the China cabinet had to go on the bottom, but my leg skin got caught in between both of those. Ooh. Like as the top of that heavy China cabinet with the bottom dresser part. Oh. And so there's it like ripped off my skin and so now I have like these three bloody patches on the inside of my thigh and I'm like how did that get stuck in there but here we are (laughs) um you don't know until you're in them and another thing is that my uh curtain rods didn't come in before my dad left and so you all know how hard it is to put curtain rods in especially by yourself yeah impossible but even just like I mean, putting those like sinkers in the wall mm-hmm. and then that anything with a sinker makes me run. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what to do with them at this point, but I do need them. So <laughs> you just have to determine if the look of the curtains is worth it more than putting the sinkers in by yourself. Yeah. Well, upstairs in one of my guest bedrooms there's no wall like there's no window treatment so it's like oh good can't really you know at this point none of you care about what I'm babbling about so (laughs) (laughs) no one cares about my wall sinkers (laughs) okay so this podcast Megan and I really wanted to talk about growth what that looks like um just happening in both of our lives right now Mm-hmm. Um, but before we jump into that super random topic, uh, <laughs> super we want, random. I know. <laughs> we're going to chat about live action. One of our awesome sponsors, um, one product that they recently came out with maybe last year it was, um, is Lila Rose. The founder of live action has a new book called fighting for life, becoming a force for change in a wounded world. And it has a really pretty photo of her on the front. I'm sure you guys have seen this across social media. Um, but it's, 
it's on their website at www.liveaction.org. But the book is filled with stories from both Lila's personal life and public activism. Um, and she's been, she started live action as a teenager. And it's just a really, mm-hmm. really inspiring story um, just with her pro-life activism as she faces a lot of the, she's just been there for the, almost these, this entire like millennial yeah. uh, pro-life movement. Um, so yeah, her, her book presents a guidebook for becoming a force for good in this broken world. Um, she also is Catholic. So uh, her values come from a Catholic perspective, Background, which is always, yes. always really great. Um, so yeah. yeah, definitely check it out. You can actually get 15% off Lila's book with code dang heck, no spaces, all caps, D-A-N-G-H-E-C-K for 15% off uh, Fighting for Life by Lila Rose. So with that, Megan, what was your thought initially about kind of doing this podcast on, on the idea of growth? On growth? Um, for me, I've seen, I, obviously I'm still on maternity leave right now, um, but having the second kid, having Jeannie has been a lot different than having Carrie as far as like my bandwidth for responsibilities and mm-hmm. like my ability to just go and travel to places and just where my priorities like even something like a simple as deciding that I just want to nurse Jeannie all the time like I pumped a very little bit at the beginning just to have extra stuff if I need it for anything but I don't pump daily like I used to with Carrie and so even something like that Jeannie is attached to me all the time, which I chose. And I like, I still want, I'm not regretful of that decision at all, but I am finding like, okay, wow. I had a lot more freedom with Carrie than I thought I did. Cause expectations um, didn't change from right. yeah. How carried Jeannie. Yeah. Right. Um, and so I just, that is one small thing that I've noticed is is different but now I also have two girls instead of just one so leaving two girls one that is literally needing my boob (laughs) with Avery is not in the question anymore like it's not an option um but so that's part and part why I pulled back from travel photography because I was like it's just not a priority to me anymore like nursing Jeannie for her entire first year of her life and not having to pump that's more of a priority to me and being at home more is a priority to me um but I'm seeing growth in the fact that I definitely the goal was always for me to be able to stay at home more with the girls um and to be much more of a homemaker and a wife and a mother instead of being like 50% that and 50% a busy bee worker But I was expecting, I think, for that to be, like, just an easy change. Oh, what? (laughs) It's like, well, Um, well, mom, it wasn't an easy change. You're welcome. Don't don't tell them lies, mom. Um, I expected it to be just like, okay, well, that's what we're doing now. So that's what we're going to get, like going to get in the flu in the flow with. And I'm realizing very quickly that. I cannot just go from like working throughout the week every day when I get a chance and maintaining the house and stuff. By the way, she's doing this. She's talking about this while breastfeeding. Like, <laughs> oh, no, like This is true. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. You guys let me work whenever. So <laughs> this is the best. Um, but I went with, before having Jeannie, my day-to-day involved work as well as household chores and errands and things like that. And obviously parenting Carrie. Now my day-to-day, obviously still on maternity leave, but it was kind of a test run. My day-to-day is chores, chores, parenting, chores, keeping the kids fed and like not entertained I don't want to say like because I don't sit there and entertain Carrie she's gotten much better at like playing with herself but that's just it's them it's them in the house and that's it and there's no work there's no passion there's no I do the podcast weekly that's like my one thing where I'm like oh thank the lord I have adult conversation (laughs) (laughs) um but I'm realizing very quickly that that is not going to be sustainable for me 
long-term. There's too many things I love to do that keep me, like keep my cup filled so that I can pour it back into the chores and the house and the babies. And I love that. And the first two days I was like, this is great because Cece mentioned right before this podcast, I have a very good, big tendency to work myself, overwork myself so that I'm like, I hate work. I just want to be a stay at home mom. And then I dive right into that full send for like a couple days without any work. And I'm like, I can't do this. I miss work. So I'm realizing now that I need to find a balance between the both of them. And thankfully I still have roughly a month to kind of navigate that and figure out what that wants, what I want that to look like come July, August. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that just goes to show that there's no one right way to be a mom or a wife, because I know some women are like, oh my gosh, being a stay-at-home mom is the best thing that ever happened to me. Like, it just is, is awesome for me. And I looked at Avery last night after not leaving the house or not getting in the car with my kids for six days straight. And I was like, I need to get out. I was like, I need to get out. <laughs> I need to get out. Yeah. Um, I mean, we went to church. Me saying this as like uh, someone without <laughs> kids. I'm like, get out. <laughs> well, we got, went to church and then we got new patio furniture. And so our backyard is a lot more enjoyable and like actually feasible to hang out in. And like, it feels like a breath of fresh air. And then we have the pool, which is really nice. And we have a girlfriend in the neighborhood who's got a kid who's Carrie's age. And so we've gone to the pool and stuff, but I need to go. I need to go somewhere. I need to do something. Like I went from traveling every other weekend to going nowhere for six days straight, like not even getting in my car. Like I can't do that. That's drastic. That's drastic. That's a very big change. And I don't think I also gave myself enough grace for that transition. I think I just was like, no, we'll just jump right into freezing cold water and it'll be fine. Uh, and that's just not been, you're like, I'm feeling like I have hypothermia at this yeah, point. I am going to die. This is not going to be sustainable. Um, so that's where I'm experiencing growth right now. I still would love to learn to cook sourdough bread. That'd be great. But I also need, I love to buying it. My nails so. done. Yeah, me too. That's what I've been doing lately. Um, <laughs> I love buying sourdough bread. I, I love buying you. it and eating it, buying it from Instacart specifically. So I don't even have to go to the freaking store. <laughs> um, I will say though, there has been a lot more of a sense of like peace until like the first four or five days, there was a very big sense of like peace and responsibility over like ownership husband yeah over my husband and our kids and our house and I really loved that and like knowing that meals were 100% on me because that was that would always stress me out when I would wake up and ask Avery like are you gonna be home for lunch are you gonna be home for dinner what do we want to do what do we want to and now it's just like no I own it that's what we're doing that's what we're eating and he's grateful to have food that he didn't have to make or clean up from or whatever. And I didn't have to wait and wait and wait and go back and forth on him on what meals we're doing. And so having all of that done and making that a part of our life was really nice. And I do like that. But then I was realizing I was starting to become resentful because it felt like that was all I was doing. Like he was getting to, then it was really becoming like a, well, he gets to go out into the world. He gets to go talk to someone other than his toddler for during the day. He gets to go like, create and pursue these passions and like do something that like really requires his like focus and his like um what do you call other it? talents his other his side other of the brain talents yeah um and I'm not saying you can't do that if you're a stay-at-home mom but for me that like that's not it for the past however many years of my life I've done some sort of creative job and I've loved it and I've thrived at it and so to and just you're good at it, it out, you're really good at it Thanks. Well, and to just throw it out is like, I can create when I bake and I cook and I can make the house nice and that's great, but it's just not the same as like goal setting and brainstorming for a job and hitting goals in that way. It's just Mm -hmm. not the same because the same goals show up every single day, do the laundry, vacuum, do the dishes, make sure everything's clean, entertain the kids, keep them fed, done next day same exact thing like I need something different yeah. well um, also me and you are competitive with ourselves yes in the in like a monetary aspect like 
oh cool now this month I want to hit this thing and like this yeah. month I want to make this and like that's just our personality is we it kind like, of drives us yeah like we and it's not that money drives us it's the no. fact that like seeing how far you can go within four weeks is really right. fun Right. Well, and so that was the competitive aspect of like our nature. I was taking into homemaking and it was really fun for the first four or five days. Cause I was like, heck yeah, Carrie hasn't watched the TV. Like, this is great. I'm keeping the house clean. This is great. But then it was like, okay, what else? Like what else like, I'm can I do? I'm sustaining yeah. and now what? And now like, how can I do this better? How can I like, add something to this how can I mix it up and there's just there's nothing you know like there's always the practicing of course of like grace and patience with your kids and teaching them how to like how learning how to discipline them and teaching them things like that day-to-day changes but that's really hard to like well you still need if you're giving and giving and giving and giving you still need to be receiving in some way yeah no that's totally the other part of it was it was feeling like at the end of the day, I would start out my days really good and throughout the day do really well. But towards the end, it was like, okay, does anyone notice me? Does anyone want to ask how my day went? Does anyone like want to let me sit down for a second and just like scroll on my phone or just, I don't know, you know, just do something uh-huh. for 10 minutes. Like I can't even pee by myself. I know moms used to like always joke about that, but it's a real thing. Like you can't pee by yourself and then if you do pee by yourself you're terrified that one of the kids is poking the other kid's eyeball out so it's not even like enjoyable (laughs) two seconds to pee by yourself you know right so it was like at the end of the day I was like this is this is a lot and I want to go like I and I didn't even want to go just roam TJ Maxx like I that wasn't even like oh let me just do that it's like no I want to do something that like excites like gets my brain excited and it's okay I think a lot of people think like Oh, I feel so guilty for feeling like I need more. And it's not even that you need more. It's that you, you want to like still have, still entertain other passions. And it's okay that you still want other passions in addition to taking care of your family. Right. Well, and I think too, the thing for me, because you asked me at the beginning of this, if I feel guilty for this like change. Oh, yeah. Because I, I went was like, in, yeah, do you feel guilty? Yeah. Because uh-huh. I went in thinking, like, I want this. I'm going to love this. It's going to be great. And then it like was in some ways, but totally wasn't in others. And I don't feel guilty because I know that if I continue to ignore the fact that I have other passions, I have other things I'm good at, and I have other things that I love that fill me up. If I just continue to ignore that and continue to like put the horse blinders on and stay at home and vacuum every single day, laundry every single day, dishes every single day, I know it's going to negatively impact the way that I mother and show up as a wife and show that's up. That's how as women go crazy. Friend. That's how you go crazy. Well, and that's how you lose. Like I, I would lose my like childishness, which I want to hold on to, which I know sounds so silly. But, like I want to still know how to have a conversation with an adult. I want to still be creative. Well, you and- would eventually stop, like you said, stop leaving the house and then yeah. you eventually stop getting dressed and then you yeah. eventually stop doing your hair or stop yes. taking showers. And then you're just complete, someone completely You're maintaining and sort yeah. of, I guess, but it's just not- it's Maintaining not for- isn't even growth. Exactly. And this was something you and I were talking about earlier this week. I don't even remember what the context of the conversation was, but it was like, we both are constantly wanting to like figure out what are new ways that we can grow. It's the competitive aspect of us, whether it's growing financially in our businesses, whether it's like, what can I add to my business or my marriage or like, how can I be better? How can I be better? If I'm doing something, I want to be a professional at it. Right. Right. And it's, I'm not competitive with other people. I know you are. Cause that soccer thing, like I am not competitive with it's other people. more myself yeah. than it is other people. Cause I'm like, and, and there was a video I shared about Jordan Peterson the other day, but he was like, the only person that you fully know and can compare yourself to in a truthful way is yourself yesterday. He was like, you can compare yourself to Susie down the street all you want, but you don't know the full story of her life and everything. So yeah. you're comparing yourself to someone you don't know. 
But if you want to get better and be better, you can compare yourself to who you were yesterday. So for four or five days at home, I did that. And then I was like, okay, now what? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> not that I like became a professional or anything, but I was like, there's, it's not requiring a, a lot for me. And I have a lot more that I want to do. And I don't have anywhere, especially in this in season and mothers, I'm sure like, we'll go through seasons where it's like, I don't have the capacity. Right. But right now you're like, I do have the capacity, I have the capacity and I need to fill it with something. And I know a lot of yeah. moms that are on both ends of the spectrum. Some that are like, I have so much time in my hands because I'm breastfeeding and sitting down half of every day. Yeah. That is literally, I sit down to nurse her and I'm scrolling Instagram and I'm like, this is, I could be doing so many other things right now. That would be yeah. so much better for this time. And, and I know some back. moms who it's like, this is the most enriching thing. Like, you know, yeah. so it's just like so different. And I don't think either is right or wrong. I think it's just Agreed. like, Agreed. you need to know what you need. And also you need to deny this like pressure to fit into this like box of yeah. what this perfect wife or mother is yeah yeah yeah. like what this perfect I don't know like good traditional woman is and like we're so I mean we are like so far from feminists you know but there still is that aspect where it doesn't mean you deny your god-given talents right well and it doesn't mean that you suck it up tough it out and ignore it deny your passions right right exactly so that's where I'm experiencing growth (laughs) which Um, makes sense if you were to have imaging and weren't growing there would be an issue right oh I totally agree and I I love even though like I didn't end up loving it and was like totally fulfilled by just keeping the house and the children I love that there's this constant thing of growth. Like it's so, that's so exciting to me. Like, okay, well, I figured that out. I figured out what works and what doesn't work for me. I figured out like where I can grow in these categories. But then I also figured out that there's a hole somewhere and I need to figure out how to fill it. And so how am I going to do that? Like, I love that. That makes me so excited. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I can even tell you're excited talking about it. right? Well, and I can, I just know that if I shut it off and said no to more work or you'll regret it. I would, well, this, the whole aspect of growth would just stop. It would just like, okay, well then I'm just going to continue to, you want to keep sharp and yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyways, I understand that. Yeah. I definitely feel we're both in, uh, transition, like non, we're Mm -hmm. both in like temporary situations seasons. Yeah. Yeah. Because like imaging isn't going to be a newborn forever. Right. And Patrick isn't going to be gone forever. Right. But you, uh, <laughs> yeah, stretched. I mean, I definitely, it's like, if I wasn't growing as a person, there would be an issue. Like I said, yeah. and there was something that I wrote down the other day that I was like thinking about it. Let me go to it. I am growing in respect and understanding of myself. And I'm also growing in the trust of my spouse and like Mm. Patrick is growing in the trust of me. And that doesn't mean that there was mistrust to begin with, but you're trusting each other on a whole completely different level, like spiritually, mentally, and with physical things of like Patrick, like he's trusting me that I pay every single bill on time, you know, (laughs) right. That I stay on top of health things and I stay, you know, whatever, whatever it is. Right. I trust him that he is staying safe and like that he is, you know, making the best decisions for himself in whatever situation he's in. And, you know, it's just different, but also focusing on the separateness of two people like, yes, we are one, but also there is a separateness of two people. And like, like I said, growing in the respect of understanding of myself, Mm -hmm. because only then can I grow in the respect and understanding of my spouse. So I think like, that's a really big thing. Another big thing is like, on one hand, 
I could collapse into pieces and be a victim of Mm -hmm. every situation, whatever. But on the other hand, the other extreme, it's like the devil wants me dead. He wants to distract. He wants me to Mm -hmm. run. He wants me to hide from the pain. Um, And like, he wants me to find whatever it is to distract me, whether it's shopping to temptation to whatever it is. Oh, (laughs) but the devil, like it sounds so intense, but it's like the devil wants you dead. So like, (laughs) yeah, it's just an interesting growth because there's two extremes that you could easily fall into and growth is in the moderation of the two. It's right. not falling victim, but also not denying what is happening. Right. And I'm really, I'm so glad you said that because the other part of me when discerning all of this was, well, am I just like having wishful thinking about and like, un, like unmet, what is it? Too high of expectations of what like my life was going to look like or what my quote unquote freedom was going to look like or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just being resentful towards Avery or resentful towards whatever instead of just like taking my vocation and going with it. Like, am I getting distracted? Is Satan playing with my yeah. head, basically? But then it was like, no, I also used to work all the time and I'm not working at all anymore. And so that's a really big difference that we just jumped drastic, into. Drastic, drastic. And we didn't really like ease into that at all or see if that was what we wanted. We just jumped into it. So it is, it's in the moderation because mm-hmm. if I went and just resented everything, it'd be terrible. And if I went and said, no, I'm going back to work hundred percent. Like I used to all the time, it would also be terrible. Right. <laughs> Neither of those would be good. We it's said this so, like last podcast or, or I one know, before it too, it, where it was like extremes are never good. But I always come back to like finding a deeper understanding of that and a different place that it applies. And even just like the glory of God is man fully alive and fully alive even means just doing the small human things well yeah like me like I don't even know it's the self-integrity I think that I'm growing in because I've kind of touched on this but like no one knows if I do that laundry right no one knows if I pray or not Mm -hmm. no one knows if I I don't know I don't even know. Like no one knows. Get out of your clothes that day. Yeah. No one knows, but it's that integrity of self and that God sees my heart and that those daily little things changes from the inside out and finding the importance of these little things, even if they just seem so purposeless. Yeah. Well, integrity is huge too. Cause you, the fact that you commented on that made me think of the fact that if I just kept doing what I'm doing, even though I know there's more like the, the creative work outlets that I could be doing, if I push this to the side, that would not be me growing in self-integrity mm-hmm. because it wouldn't be true. You'd be denying. It wouldn't be disciplined. Yeah. It would just be, nope, shut it off. Just keep going. This is what we decided. We Head down, keep going. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's something to be said for hard work and perseverance and fortitude and all of that. But that's not the same as just getting it done to get it done because that's what you decided. Monotonous. Yes. Yeah, exactly. You're not meant to live like that. Um, and that wouldn't be truthful and honest to mm-hmm. where my head would actually be at. What you actually. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's like, I desire comes from the Latin root desire, which means of the father. Oh, so right. yeah, there's a reason why our desires aren't just interests like interests are one thing desires are a completely different thing because they're put on your heart by god and it's not something to ignore um yeah yeah, i don't even know where we're going with this but i've been really thinking about the self-integrity thing a lot because is if i can grow in that man that i mean that is only gonna benefit patrick when we're together yep that'll benefit your whole household when you had kids and yeah like if you already have integrity and discipline yourself by being one person that just trickles into everything else yeah and it's even as simple as like 
oh yeah, I'm going to clean out my coffee machine after I use it. Yeah. But then it's like, well, I could do this two hours from now. No one will know. Yeah. Even though I told myself that I was going to do it right there. Right. You know, and it's not like, whatever, is it that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things? Not at all, but it's a big deal because I said I was going to do it when, when, right. and, and like, I didn't do it when I said I was going to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even if that, I didn't even say it to anyone. Right. But that will become a big deal because then when it does involve someone else, you'll have gotten into a habit of not doing it when mm-hmm. you said you would. Mm-hmm. And then and it's like, a big deal. I always just, even in the business world, like things can be so simple. If you do what you say you're going to do when Uh you're going to do it, Mm -hmm. like if you do what you say you're going to do and you do it when you said you were going to do it. Yep. And that's before then. (laughs) Yeah. Or before it. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that's like little things I'm working on. Like, oh, there's a box on the ground because like I got an Amazon thing and I've walked past it 45 times. Mm -hmm. And if I would have just picked it up when I got the dang box. Yep. It wouldn't be here. And, and then that goes back to how we talked about how things will talk to us and distract us. And like, we'll lose our focus throughout the day because things aren't done or put away like they're supposed to be. And, and I'll procrastinate. Ourself. I'll just yeah. be like, no one will know if I don't, I'll just pick it up when someone comes over. Yeah. No one will know, yeah. but it's not like, that's no way to live. Right. Yeah. And your brain's not at peace with it because it's no, because I'm staring at the box right now. Unchecked to do thing because right. you said you acknowledged that it was something you were going to do. So now in your head, it lives there, something you're going to do, and you just haven't done it, and you haven't done it, and you haven't done it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it could be as simple as just doing it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So here we are. We have a few <laughs> voicemails that Let's are two fun ones, but first you want to chat about bespoke Catholic. Oh, yes. They're a small Catholic family owned business. They, they have rosaries created for purchase on their website, but they also purchase refurbish and repair and resale rescue rosaries, um, rosaries that they find or rosaries that are broken or missing pieces or whatnot so that they can get back into praying hands again. And they're not just like tossed to the wayside and trash or whatnot, which Love I think is they call really beautiful rescue. rescue. I know <laughs> they rescue the rosaries. Um, but then aside from those two options, they also are well known for personalizing rosaries with their customers. Bespoke literally means tailor-made. So you can reach out to them um, and create a rosary for any sort of devotion that you have, love for a saint, new sacrament for a friend of yours going through something. I mean, literally anything that your imagination can come up with, they will walk through with you to create into a rosary to just make it that much more meaningful. So you use code HEC10 for 10% off and check out bespokecatholic.com and all the links in our show notes for them. Woohoo. Love them. So two funny voicemails that I had taken, like I got these last week. (coughs) Sorry, excuse me. (laughs) I just ate a Reese's Pieces egg and like the sugar just getting stuck in my throat. Oh no. All right. We're all good. We're good. Okay. It's like that hard outer shell of that chocolate. It like scrapes Um, you. I know, but these were, one was like after the sex episode and she called in and had this and I thought it was so funny. So no, yeah, here we go. Hi, Cece and Megan. I'm going to leave this one anonymous, but I'm calling in for a confession and it has to do with coconut oil. So a little background, I'm three months postpartum. And like you mentioned in this week's podcast, it definitely takes time after having a baby for everything to feel back to normal, and if you ever do get back to normal. But anyway, um, and it definitely takes a lot of coconut oil. And with a newborn, sometimes you have to get a little creative on time and place. So my parents came over for a bonfire, and my mom and I were sitting on the couch, and I was nursing the baby, and my mom asked, why is there a big container of coconut oil on our coffee table? And I had no idea I was sitting there. I was completely oblivious to it, but of course it was not for cooking. But our baby had, and still kind of does have, terrible cradle caps. So I was able to say that we were using the coconut oil 
to clean her head and get rid of the cradle cap. Definitely not the case, but it was not a conversation I wanted to have with my mom at a family bonfire. That's my little confession. Thanks for a great pod. Bye. (laughs) But I thought that was so funny. I was like, I just, you're a good storyteller, Anonymous. Yeah, I was waiting to see what she came up with. Because in that moment, I'd just be like, oh, well, crap. Here we I would go, just Mom. been like pregnancy brain. You know, I just left it there. <laughs> but then my mom, knowing my mom, she'd be like, yeah, but what, what, why was it ever there? <laughs> Cradle cap. Good call. Cradle cap. Good That's work. a good one. You could have said like, I have rough, rough skin on my feet and needed to moisturize. <laughs> Oil. You're gonna be sliding around the house all day. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and yeah, I put Sadie. socks on after it. This, oh my god! It's like Neil Sporn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All Cradle right. cap was way better. Cradle cap. That's a good one. Everyone take notes. Um, okay, this one I just thought was cute. Hey, Megan and CC. This is Catherine, and I was just calling with a big heck yes. Um, my husband used to swear a lot, like when I first met him five years ago and he's been like trying to work on it and getting better. And then he was working, he works HVAC, so heating and air conditioning and just in the trades, some guys just aren't as proper, I guess, um, or classy. And so he was kind of picking the habit back up again. And then recently he started saying, what in the dang heck because of you guys and because I listen to you guys all the time and love your podcast and I've shared several episodes with him so that's just my heck yes and I love you guys and love the show and hope you're all doing well (laughs) so cute (laughs) that's like the equivalent to when Avery said he listened to one of our podcasts on his own like when the when the men start doing it and when they start saying what in the dang heck even my father-in-law was using that term when he was in town. He was like, or as Megan would say, what in the dang heck? And I was like, oh gosh. <laughs> that's what my father-in-law did at our rehearsal dinner. Do you remember that? He that's like, right. Got yeah, that's what in the right. dang heck? Am I right? Or something like yeah. that. Yeah. At least they know. <laughs> they know and we own and it. I was going to say, and you just have to own it because yeah. at this point we've put our faces on it. And, and it's public forever. It's public forever for everyone. So <laughs> you is, have no option. It is a really weird concept that we share this with everyone. And sometimes it does scare me. Um, yeah, but- we've already acknowledged I don't have a PR filter. So I'm just like, this feels normal. But <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, this is- we will literally never get I'm like hired. the amount of sound bites that could sound really bad. <laughs> <laughs> without context that's true that uh, that's my whole life though <laughs> i will say megan's worth worse about that than me i am but... way worse about it Susie's had way more um experience in uh like corporate jobs than i have so i'm just like whatever also like you get this is what I do is consulting with that so like that's what I do every day is consult and analyze people's social platforms and she uh, analyzes mine all the time and just shakes her head and goes oh well (laughs) like what I do is figure out how the public perceives you so Mm. yep probably still shaking her head and going oh well (laughs) oh man but yeah here we go here we are another heck yes work is going super well that's a heck yes that is a Um, heck yes fat heck yes we love to see it love yes for me i'm going to keep working (laughs) it was decided after a test run week (laughs) one week yep we tried so yeah here we are. I will see you in a few days. Super Yay. pumped. I'm just going to shove a ton of, this is my first time driving to you. So I don't need to nice. pack strategically, meaning nope, the whole just, truck is just going to be filled with crap. Perfect. Um, we love to see it. And if I buy anything, I can actually mm-hmm. bring it. And back. if I find anything that I want to pick up from Facebook marketplace, we can actually go. Oh yeah. Cause I can. So oh yeah. I have a truck. Oh my gosh. I have a truck. Take advantage of me. <laughs> 
Quote that soundbite. Did you just hear that? What? Was that her too? Oh, that was Jeannie letting out a big rip. Oh my gosh, Jeannie. She knows it. I see the guilt in her eyes. <laughs> just a little... Oh my gosh. Okay, we're done here. That's we're wrapping dang. up. All right. Love oh, you guys. Wait, oh. wait, everyone needs to call in and talk about a favorite topic we talked about or friends oh, yeah. you met through the podcast or whatnot, because we will be 100% recording next week for our, the anniversary podcast. It's been two years of what in the dang heck. And we want to share all your guys' favorite seasons, your favorite things, um, people you've met through it, all the things. Give us all your head guesses from what in the dang Or heck. what you want to see more of. That too. We obviously like growth. So <laughs> we're here for it. <laughs> we're here for it. 312-775-2615. And we will see you next week on the What Nothing Hack Podcast. Bye guys. Ciao, Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure you call our hotline, subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on Instagram while you're at it. Let me actually, yeah, Chabella means like goodbye, beautiful. Oh, thanks. Like in Italian, like Chabella. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. Really accentuate the accent. Like ciao. Yeah. But it's like ciao, Bella, like Bella, beautiful. Yeah. I just wanted to throw that in there, but it didn't really hit right. Ciao, Bella. It, it was kind of like, like I wanted it to sound natural, but but it sounded like jambalaya to me. So either <laughs> I've been in the South for too long, or or it just didn't flow off the tongue like it you were just, hoping. It didn't hit right. That yeah, probably won't. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Well, have fun changing a diaper. I, it's gonna be a good time. Tar and <laughs> and your life's gonna suck. So I will sign off. So now. have fun. All right. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>